Hey, love. Thank you for tuning in to Life of Legacy. I'm your host, the one and only Sinead Z. Haywood. Look who I found. My co-host, Tina P. Brown. What's going on, sis? Hey, Sinead. Sinead, you call me everything. You call me Tina. You call me Tina Pegram. You call me Tina Ison. Tina Ison Pegram. What you going to call me? We're going to stick to the name. Aw, T.T. Set it off. What you calling me? What, what my, what's my name going to be today or this week? I want my sis T.T. T.T. from Set It Off. Remember Set It Off? Aw, T.T. Right. <laughs> that was my part. So... Today's episode, she's taking lead on this one, y'all, because she got a good one. So talk, Tina. Talk to the people. They ain't here from you in a minute. Okay, so I'm back. So we're going to talk about terms of endearment. So yesterday I was in a car with my daughter, Danielle, which she's 13 years old. So uh, my neighbor says to me, hey, gorgeous, how you doing? So um, when we pull off, Danielle says to me, ma, does he know you're married? I said, I don't know. I mean, he may. Maybe he do. Maybe he don't. I'm not really sure. But um, when she wakes up today, I'm really going to have to have a conversation with her about terms of endearment because in her eyes, she looked at it as flirting or being, as him being flirtatious. And I didn't. I just thought it was just a term of endearment. But she may not know about that. So we're going to talk about that. When is it too much? So like when I say, hey, love. That's a form of a term of endearment, correct? Yes. But I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. Certain, okay, like boo. Boo. A lot of my female friends, we call them, hey, boo. When we texting, hey, boo, what you doing? I think it's just like a figure of speech. It's just a saying sometimes. But I guess it's, you know what? I know what it is. It's like you can say the B word different type of ways. Oh, yeah, because that thinks she all that. Oh, yeah, that's my... Even though we should be saying that, right. but you have some ratchet hood people, such as I, every now and then it comes out. I just think it's the tone that you're using when you say the word or how you emphasize on, oh, yeah, I love him. <clears throat> she really in love with him? I mean, I get it, but I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with a term of endearment. I say boo, love, honey, bae, all of that. What's wrong with it? Sugarfoot. Right, Shug. Hey, Shug. How you doing today? <laughs> I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. I really, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think it's something wrong with it when you emphasize, like I said, the tone. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, certain things you can't say now with this Me Too stuff and at the workplace is borderline sexual harassment. That is true. At the end of the day, like I always say, everything is mindset. Mindset, man. People, y'all don't understand. Mindset plays the main factor in all things living, existing, and non-existing that does not breathe life. It plays a part. No, you're absolutely right. But, you know, HR men, I want to hear mindset when you call somebody love or boo or, you know, somebody's wife heard it and they got offended because that's my husband and they don't know, was it a term of endearment or is she sleeping with my husband? Was that being flirtatious? Is that too much? Some people feel like the lines could be crossed. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm still going to have to say mindset. Because a lot of people are insecure. And if you're insecure, that's your mental take on yourself. You feel me? So if you're not insecure, you're secure with your stuff. You're not going to care if a close friend of the family that's a female or a co-worker that knows your husband because you brought him to the job or whatever the case may be, 
whatever the scenario is, that says, oh, hey, boo, you're not going to get offended. But now she was like, hey, boo, huh, watch, your, watch your tone. Watch your tone, ma. Okay, watch so, your tone. So what, what I'm hearing you say is, is not what you say, is how you say it. That's important, too. That's key. Because sometimes things can be misconstrued. But then here you have this 13-year-old that's like, does he know you married? And I'm looking at her like, what? So now it's going to have to be a conversation that I have to have with her because she doesn't realize or she doesn't know what a term endearment is or means. But that's why it's up to us to teach. Because if you're not taught certain things, you just won't know certain things. And if you're taught certain things and you know to ask certain questions, good questions give you good answers that ends up giving you good results. So the fact that she knows to ask that kind of question because she knows how you carry yourself, maybe she took it differently because she don't know terms of endearment. Now, what's his tone like? Hey, beautiful. It was gorgeous or something like that. But I I didn't look at it as any type of way. But I never look at stuff like that because my mind don't go automatically to he's being a pervert or, you know, he's trying to holler. I just don't assume that a person is being, you know, just being um, inappropriate. I'm just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? I know one thing. I like this conversation. I like this topic because me, one thing y'all don't know about me, folks, I'm, I can be a little too playful sometimes. My family has always told me that, but hey, life is serious enough. So I try to learn to laugh and play a little bit any chance I can get because I'm already hurting enough inside. So laughter, it cleanses the soul. It helps me. That's just my coping mechanism. So yeah, I might say, hey, Kerwin. Because my co-worker name is Kerwin. Hey, I'm going to say hey to him, too, because I, I know him. Hey. Don't do that. <laughs> Why? Who you knows? Yeah, so sometimes I have a co-worker. Um, she was like, he loved the way you say his name like that. But I would never say that in front of his lady. I just want, and it's a matter of respect. Because okay. I know I'm playing with him. But it is in a more of a, a, a sexual t- uh, tone. Is it? Or when I mean sensual, it's in a sensual tone. I say, hey, Kerwin. Hey, Kerwin. The difference. I don't know, because I'm monotone with everything. I'm just always the same. Hey, you know, it's not no, okay. Well, Tina's, no underlying. Tina's tone deaf, you guys. Yeah, I guess. So, I, I don't know. But anyway, it, I guess we do have to watch what we say. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And we need to be mindful of how we speak to people that may be married or in a relationship, because people do get offended by certain things. I'm not easily offended, and I don't take things personal. So I don't really have a lot of those problems, but other people do because they take things personal and it's not personal. It's just, hey, Kurtwin or whatever his name is. <laughs> hey, Sine or hey, Sine. I don't know if the lower you go, is it more, more um, sensual? I don't know. I, I can't, I don't have the answer for that question, but this is such a good topic. It really is. It makes you evaluate your tone. Like my boss well, at the job I'm at now, she says it's like, no, no, she didn't even say it. My coworker said it. She said, it's just your tone. You have an aggressive tone. I said, you know, I just speak with authority. I'm from New York City and we can't hear each other. We have sirens. We have alcoholics and drug addicts. Cars blowing, beeping a horn. We have a ton of stuff that's making so much noise. And I live right next to the train, the one line. Mm-hmm. So I'm always hearing noise. So sometimes when I even talk, my tone goes up, my tone goes down. When I get excited, I get loud. I'm just a loud person. I guess that is a New York thing. I don't know, Tina. You wouldn't be able to say because you're from Queens anyway. So. No, but I'm aggressive. I speak aggressive. I act. Everything I do is aggressive. I have a very aggressive behavior. And I don't know if it's from New York or it's just the way I am. I don't know. But I am aggressive. And I, I everything about me is aggressive. But you're such a and lady. 
as Adele Givers was saying. You know, I, I think it's just being mindful. It's just being mindful. And with all that's going on in the world, you we have to be a little bit more mindful of others and other people's feelings. But don't let that stop you from doing what you got to do because you're so concerned about the next person's feelings. I'm not concerned. I'm not. I mean, because I don't take it personal. So why would I be concerned? <laughs> Excuse her, folks. This is this is ratchet coming out. Keep right. It. All the way. All the way low. Keep it classy. Yeah, I'm trying. But I mean, I'm not. Why would I care? Because <laughs> then that means that you're not giving your true self, right? Yes. Be, keep it true to the game. Yeah, you have to be 100, as the kids would say. Keep it a hundred. Keep it a buck. Uh, have these, you know, have the, the terminology that people use. You got to be, you know, but my thing is just keep it respectful and be decent about it. Because it's not like, again, back to it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's true. That's true. But yeah, you got to be mindful of others. So I guess the message that we're trying to give to you people today is be mindful of others. Mindset plays a factor in everything. Everything. One person's perception is not your reality. That's a good saying of mine. Don't let somebody else's perception of you become your reality. So I'm going to have to have to switch it up. The one, don't let somebody's perception. Well, no, what was it to say? I don't know. I'm a little tired. It's in the afternoon. I've been up late. Like always. No excuses. No excuses. No excuses, just executions. That's, that's what, right. That's what we're doing this year. No excuses, just executions. And don't try to put that on a t-shirt, people, in UK, France, wherever you right, at. Because they already got it. Early. Y'all late, mustard. Catch up. And don't put that on the shirt neither. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I got I got don't quotes. Don't take for, slogans, please. I got quotes for days. That's actually my writer's name, slogan. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Slogan, because I always come up with something. I'm just... I guess that's just the artist in me, you know, the composer in me being out writing music. So I'm, I'm, I'm good to say stuff off the top of my head. I, I don't know. My delight of the day, number 16, from my book, Press On, Quotes for Growth, is God's grace beautifies the meek. God's grace beautifies the meek. So thank you for tuning into Delightful Legacy Podcast. And I'm your host, Sinead Z. Haywood, and my girl, Tina Ison Pegram. Follow us on social media at delightful underscore legacy. You don't know how to spell these words. Just ask Siri. And Tina, what's your Instagram? It's Pegram or IsonProducts.com. You can find me on all social media platforms. Tina Ison, I-S-O-N. It stands for I See Only Natural, which Sinead explained that in the beginning. Yes, that's my girl, y'all. And with the social distance, sometimes I just need a hug, so... I'm glad to be in the presence of my sister. And we are practicing social distance for every episode we will continue to do. But I'm going to wash my hands and she's going to wash her hands and we're going to spray some lights on our clothes and we're going to give each other a big hug. So maybe you should do the same because I think it's not healthy to not have no type of human contact. We was born into this world by ourselves. We're going to leave by ourselves. So in between that time, I don't think nobody really wants to be by themselves. So, thank you for tuning in to Life Legacy. Join us again later.